How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. Hey, this is Shooter McGavin. You're listening to the 19th Hole Podcast. It's like the final round of a major. We have the final pairing, and it's a twosome. <laughs> it's it, it's the, the final round of the world match play. The world match play. Yeah, well, Andy, everybody, Alan DePew, Golf Talk Live's 19th hole, Andy Hydorn, my panel, my my loyal, always present, when he, except when he's not present, which has only been <laughs> twice. It's only been twice in the entire time we've been recording. That is Only correct. been twice. But... Everybody bailed on us. Well, they really didn't bail. I mean, Christian's got another dinner. He's that young guy. He's going out to these dinners. And, you know, we've got to get cut Bobby some slack. He's stuck at the golf course, probably picking the range still. Brendan's out there slaving it, too. Slaving, just working his butt yeah. off, you know, developing the players of the future. But not you and I. We have no lives. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so here we are. We're That's recording. Right. And uh, but but there's there's this it's that time of the year there's not a lot going on but we got some interesting things to talk about and i'm going to start i'm going to go right to it i would love to have charlie woods golf swing at age 14 right now it's incredible i I think it's it's just fantastic to look at and you know some of the stuff i've read is he's starting to beef up and get oh you haven't seen the photos of him yeah yeah, no, I've seen the photos. I mean, social media, the kid is jack. I guarantee he's getting up. Well, let's let's be honest. Dad's got his 42 probably personal trainers. Yeah. And, and Charlie's probably getting up with him now in the morning and doing his workout exercises. I mean, I mean, his, his traps, his, his, I mean, he's standing there doing that interview. Charlie Woods looks jacked. He does. And his hands. That was one of the comments in the golf shop the other day. Did you, his hands look big. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, it was it was interesting. The the thing that caught me on that, somebody took a view of Tiger watching Charlie get interviewed. Yep. And it was priceless. I mean, like you could see Tiger was beaming and laughing at the same time. <laughs> it was it was awesome to yeah. just to see Tiger's was, reaction. It must. It, I mean. He he's still first and foremost he's a dad right I mean so it's got to totally. be it's got to be an amazing thing to totally to see, to see that but you know and I in way back two years ago uh, Brendan was Brendan was just a, a guest at that point on the show and he he put the the caution out there he put the yellow flag up and said look he, he, everybody's got to give it time you know he's only at that time what eleven or maybe twelve. Yeah, and, and give it give it time, see how he's going to develop. But I mean, he has a, he has he's shot sixty eight. That's his career low. That was the big thing that blew up social media. I, but um, I mean, Andy, <laughs> wow, yeah, you know, and and you look at all the the kids of superstar golfers, you know, through the years. You look at Ray Floyd's kids, right? You look at Jack's kids. Um, you know, uh, Gary Player's kids, 
it, it's just it's just been a really hard cross to bear for these kids as they're going and uh and growing up and having success and um it, it just is is an unbelievable burden but i gotta say that it really seems like like tiger is is now this is from the outside obviously but tiger seems like he's sitting back and watching it happen as opposed to forcing it right. to happen and charlie seems to love it right and yeah. that's that's the recipe it, yeah it's it's almost like he he has the passion for it whereas and i'm not again none of us were inside the the conversations with the other ones you mentioned but right were the other ones you know did they was it an expectation i'm supposed to be you know i'm jack's son i'm gary i'm or i'm jackie jack jr or whatever yeah. you know, or i'm gary's son was there an expectation i had to be this player absolutely i think yeah i think that's the burden right and what's a, what's remarkable good good great point but what's remarkable is Charlie's doing it in a social media world that the other ones didn't have the benefit had had the luxury not being in. I should say, right, right, for sure. But I mean, then again, Tiger has always been recluse when it comes to you know playing everything close to the vest, and nobody ever got inside. You know, I I I recall last year at the PNC Father Son, you know, they were doing pretty well. Tiger and Charlie were, and Charlie was you know, making putts and hitting great shots and things like that. Tiger, and I think we've talked about this once before on the show, but Tiger never once allowed himself or Charlie to get too high or too low. He he pretty much flatlined it the whole way, which is which is pretty damn thoughtful mm -hmm. of him mm -hmm. um to to kind of, you know, help your kid figure this out on himself and not think he's going to be the next tiger woods and not think he's going to be a failure either right well he he says in his interviews he tiger that he, the one thing he tries to press upon him is the next shot's the most important shot of your life yep yep and there, there's been those you know you, you saw you saw little charlie you know <laughs> the first year when he burst on the scene little charlie rolled in that one eagle on that one par five and Tiger yeah. was hugging him all that, you know, giving right. hugs and what have you. And again, little Charlie stripes it down the middle and turns around and gives him the thumbs up like, yeah. hey, dad, I'm good. We're you good. Don't, you don't have to hit. <laughs> you don't have to hit. We're good. Yeah. You know, but he immediately went into it's the next shot. Yeah. To your point. So, yeah, it, yeah it, impressive. So that ties in ideally nice segue you've got some news right we splashed it on our social page you you got it done this time mr Hydorn. <laughs> yeah I it wasn't the texas state am but you know yep. it was it was a, some personal pride because you performed under pressure yeah there's there's two two events on my calendar every year that mean the most to me and it's the Texas State Senior Am and the Houston City Senior Am. I mean, those are the two tournaments that mean the most. So, um, and they happen to be played literally three weeks apart. Um, so they happen all at once. Um, but yeah, this time, this time 
it it worked out in my favor. So I was I was definitely happy to be holding the trophy at the end. Well, and I, I got a, I have a question about the end, but that tied into because before I hit record, I actually was on the road this week. I went up the weekend, I should say. I went up to uh, Rochester to see son number one, Andrew. And uh, he had a little thing going on. He's now a member at Ridgemont Country Club. So shout out to Ridgemont and Paul Saunders, director of golf up there. Amazing guy. He himself just qualified for something. He's going to be down in Arizona playing. But uh, I've known Paul for a couple of years now. And it was it was Andrew's in good hands at his operation. Met the ownership, uh, Jim. Um, but Ridgemont. Uh, this is, by the way, this is not a, uh, a commercial for Ridgemont, but what a great test of golf. And I said to you, I, th- I think Ridgemont's I, in Rochester. It's it. Yeah. It's on the West side of Rochester. It was designed for the Kodak executives back, yeah. back in the day and uh private club. It reminds me in a way of a Marion in that uh, wasn't long, but rough was a little thicker. Greens were like tiny and f- fast as i'll get out well marion is my number one favorite course marion's a phenomenal golf course i love it yeah yeah marion brings so many of the elements i mean into into the game it, it's yeah marion's fun but uh i I've t- i'm telling you this story because it ties into so andrew and i played and um how do we say that i wasn't scoring well I think I had 143 into every hole. <laughs> I think you just said that. You weren't scoring well. <laughs> I wasn't scoring well. And um yeah, I it's like it's my stock yardage was like 143. And I knock it on the green and I three putt. I felt like Forrest Gump and I went and saw the president again. <laughs> and I three putted again. <laughs> So how do you handle, and this was by no means to the level that you're playing, but 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 even Andrew, the next day, he was playing in a big thing they have up there called the eight-man. He was telling me, right. he, he calls me and goes, hey, Dad, um, yeah, I was selected for the finals, and um, yeah, I bladed the shit out of this wedge over the 16th green. <laughs> you got a story with the, te- with the Houston. I mean, the 18th hole, what do you got in your hands? Yeah, well, first <laughs> of all, to your point, I mean, pressure. you play at a very high level. I mean, I, pressure's, so, but pressure's relative, right? Right. I, mean, I don't care who you are. Good point. You, That's a solid point, folks. Take that one. Listen to that one right there. You, <laughs> you, you make your own level of pressure based on how how important it is to you. Um, so yeah, I was, I was, uh, you know, I had the first round lead, and then held a share of the the lead after round two and for most of round three I was either in the lead or one back and um so we got to the back nine and the guy was was uh in the group ahead of me uh we were tied through 13 sorry through 14 and he birdies 15 16 and 17 ouch and I birdied 15. So, you know, and we're watching on the app. So so during the Texas State Senior, because I was in the lead the whole time until the end, I never looked at the leaderboard. This one, 
it was back and forth. So I was looking at the leaderboard. So it was, it was pretty situational, but I, I stood on the, the 18th tee, not really knowing where I stood. I thought I might be one down or even, I looked at the thing and I was two down. Um, Cause he birdied 16, which is like a 210 yard par three, like really tough with a slopey green. So it was an incredible birdie. But anyway, um, I look at the the app and I find out I'm two down and I kind of let the air out of my tires a little bit there. Um, so 18 is a really tough, tight hole. And I'm looking out there and I don't see him. And so that means they're on the left and he's apparently in trouble on the left. So after they finally hit and got up toward the green, we hit and I hit my best tee ball of the day right down the middle. It's a tight, tight shot on, on the last hole. Didn't you uh, say there's like water on all three? You're hitting yeah, on there's, wa- there's water short, water right, and water left. Yeah, l- l- yeah, not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> In that circumstance, not a fan. Not a fan. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm out there in the fairway. And in the fairway is kind of thin grass and the green sits 40 feet up above the fairway. Um, and if I have a kryptonite, it's an 82 yard wedge shot off a thin line. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there watching him up by the green. Now, now remember, he's got a two shot lead on me going in 18. So I see him up behind the green, which I think is in three. Um and then I see him pitch one on the green and three putt. Ouch. So so I know he at best made six and most likely made seven, which meant I just got to get this wedge on the green and two putt and I win. But I'd rather <laughs> have a six iron in my hand than an 82-yard <laughs> wedge shot. And uh, I somehow got it, got it on the green about 15 feet from the hole and two putted and – this time it worked out for me unlike last time so but it was it was uh nervous moments over that shot so the so the question okay i watch how i'm going to tie this together yeah, Brent, <laughs> brendan would be so proud of me tonight okay he's all greg, greg norman yeah yeah <laughs> flares it dead right with the four iron on 18 right and nicholas tells him afterwards you got to loosen your grip in your left hand yeah right <laughs> yep so yes we'll be talking about greg norman again um what did you do i mean did, did you do you conscientiously think of something else to do when you're in that situation i will tell you this through, throughout the whole back nine i absolutely was more comfortable because of what happened at the state senior a couple weeks ago I was by no means comfortable, but I was definitely more comfortable um, and really kind of was focused on on what I was doing. I didn't really get get too lost into the situation, which which, you know, you can't help but get somewhat lost in the situation. But I, I pretty much stayed focused and I made some mistakes. This was a tournament. It was weird, too, because nobody really came out and won it i was the last man standing right it it just it was just one of those weird situations and and um 
yeah, it it was uh, it was odd. I figured going into the last round, I needed to shoot, you know, sixty nine or seventy to win, and seventy three did the trick. So yeah, well, that I mean, that in itself always amazed me that you always think that hey, I I got to go low, and then I always pr- put back back to pressure right when I was playing. Co- truly competitively i put extra pressure on myself because i was like oh i gotta go low the reality is i didn't need to go low because the struggles i was having pretty much everybody was having you know or every once in a while you get that guy that was not playing the same golf course as the rest of the field but hey what are you gonna do so the guy the guy ahead of me you know birdies 15 16 and 17 like i said he was basically grabbing the tournament right he was mm-hmm. he's the one who won it the year before and he he took control only to make seven on the last hole and lose it um but nobody really nobody really stepped up and and ran past the field so it, it was interesting so what what's your recommendation based on all that i wish we had bobby and brendan here but what's your recommendation to those people out there listening how do you how do you combat the nerves the pressure reps seriously like the number of times you can put yourself into and like like we said you know pressure is is you know self made and and, and, and by the way your point is extremely valid cuz yeah. i i pl- i paid i played the dad role with andrew calls me and tells me that you yeah. know and he goes what do i do to be more consistent so i'm like Get more balls. But it, but <laughs> Put yourself in that situation. Put yourself in the situation. The more yeah. you do, and I'm proof of that. Like three weeks ago, I was in that situation, didn't handle it very well. Right. Three weeks later, I get in it and I handle it better. So, um, and I think next time I'm in it, I'm I'm even more ready and more more willing to deal with it. Um, but I, it's just so hard for somebody. I don't care if you're on the PGA tour or, or live, maybe, I don't know. Um, but... I'm, not ready, I'm not ready to go there, but I was just going to tell you. So what I did, what I kept, I played mental tricks with myself this weekend. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't perform. And I'll tell you, actually, I got a reason for that. Also, my mental trick was just make it easy on myself. Yeah. And, and I think most people out there, players that are folks, if you're listening here, there, I joke, but there was a time I could play the game, right? If you make it easy on yourself, if you think about it, all I was thinking about is I stopped thinking about making birdies. Let's just put the ball down the, hit the ball down the fairway, get my 143 yard distance. Cause I had it all day long, knock it on the green, try to pump it into the center of the green and then two putt. When that's where it all went off the rails is I started three putting, but here's a correction. I actually softened my grip. Greens were fast. I softened my grip. It took me five holes to go. You're an idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but again, what you did was was you managed your anxiety, right? right. I mean, how many other times do you go out and say, "I've well, every I hole. managed my yeah. anxiety," and I also uh, shameless plug. Yips did Yips CBD official golf talk live CBD. Didn't, <laughs> that, that helped also. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I was taking per, play. I was taking en- enhancement performance uh, CBD. Anyway, yip, yip medicine. Yip medicine. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. 
Um, but how many but times yeah. I did? I didn't mean to interrupt you. How many times? What? No, it's it's just I was saying that that you how many times you go out and play where you're putting pressure on yourself to make a ton of birdies. All you the time. Never do that. No, I actually I I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. But it generally epic fail. Yeah, yeah, it's usually it's bad. Yeah. And then the more pressure you have on your That's almost like a hashtag don't be that guy. Don't, don't be that, don't be that guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> don't be that guy at all. So I gotta be that guy story, right? All right. So the guy, the guy who who made the triple on the last hole was pretty devastated, right? Um and he waited till we finished and went up to the scores tent, waited to shake my hand. Um and congratulate me before he stomped off and drove away. <laughs> but that was a pretty cool move. Classy. Absolutely. Very, Classy very. move. Yep. David Ortego. Classy yep. move. Yep. Good job, David. That's the way that's the way the game is meant to be played. The way yeah. the game's not meant to be played is now I'm ready to insert it. Live. <laughs> <laughs> Big news today, folks. If you have not seen the wire, live is maybe found a pathway to world golf ranking points. And what a shitty, cheesy way to do it. I mean, they, they find a defunct, basically defunct tour in yeah. Northern Africa. Yeah. And that's going to be their pathway to maybe getting world because they, they, this tour had been recognized by the world golf rankings. It's the Mena, Mena right? The Minotaur, because they have 72 holes with cuts, the cut. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so the, the rules are the criteria are that the majority of the events, the majority should have 72 holes in the cut. And because this Minotaur, which is a, a fledgling tour that's doing terrible, First of all, they have more events than Live, and they have, like we said, 72 holes in a cut. So now Live is joining forces with them. And now the number of Live events is is not the majority of the events because they're together. And now they're going to be able to get world ranking points. Okay. So it just popped into my head. I could see Greg, he's standing there, he's on the airplane, they're dancing, and he goes, Whoa, 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 guys, whoa. <laughs> We gotta divert. We're going to Libya. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta play in Libya this week because we need world rank- we need world ranking points. And I could hear Kansas, yo, mate. I don't understand. Where are we going to Libya? <laughs> yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, is the way I understand it, the live guys, your bloke, <laughs> the live guys don't have to play in any of those events. What? They don't because. This is the way I understand all it. All right. Because, I, I'm, I have not read all the particulars of it yet. Because Enlighten they're going to combine the tours together. The live guys play in the live events, and the Minotaur guys still do their thing. Oh, well, that's bullshit but, then. But because it's total bullshit. But because now let's say let's say Mena has has let's say 24 events in the year. Yep. And Live has eight or 16 or whatever it is. The majority of the events are the Mena events with 72 holes in a cut. And now they can say that the live events are not the majority. Because well, they're, they're specialty events. 
the live events are especially against, but they're part of this Minotaur, therefore they can get ranking points. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the uh, the World Golf events on the PGA Tour. Right. Like there's no cut there, but you know they they can or the like the Hero Challenge or the Templeton Shootout, you know that stuff. Um, no cuts and but they're they're minority events. They're not. They're it's not hey, okay. Like Which that. okay that it, it it's <laughs> bullshit. I'll say it again. But how do they? How's that going to really benefit them? Benefit the live them. the live guys. Because they're already they're already in a free fall. So mathematically, you're playing, you know, the 100th ranked person's playing against the 115th ranked person now. Yeah, well, well, ultimately they're still in a difficult situation, but at least for the live events, they're going to be getting points. Okay, understood. I, and I mean the guy, the high guys up in the you know the DJs and the cams, they're still going to be fine because they haven't fallen that far. And again, they got they got the they are qualified for the majors. Again, Joaquin Neiman, yeah, as well as hashtag Where's Ogletree? Now we know where he's at. He's playing in the Mena events. So yeah, right. <laughs> So David David Pooch, the kid that w- was at Arizona State, who made a big deal by signing with Liv last event, was not on the roster this week. Huh. Huh. And I don't know why. I do not know why. But did he did he sign as a professional or as an amateur? As a professional. I didn't. I thought some of them still had their amateur status. I, th- I thought Piat would just had had Piat declared. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I do know I do know this. I mean, for those guys, Liv's great. They're gonna make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're gonna yeah. make a lot, they're gonna make and they haven't they hit we haven't even talked about the lawsuit. They haven't um had to turn down the, or resign their tour PGA tour status or have it revoked <laughs> by the tour. Because they didn't have one. Because <laughs> they didn't have one. So they're in a they're in the best of situations. Yeah, no, no question. No question. Um, but the but lawsuit keeps getting smaller, doesn't it, Andy? They're down to one person, I thought. Oh. Or, or maybe three. I thought it was like three. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But it's, yeah. And now the PGA Tour is suing Liv. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Um, Counter, so, the countersuit, yes. I mean, if I were to be honest with you, I, I would say that that – I would like for the live players to get world ranking points. Um, just just to have the best events in the world be played by the best players. So the the live roster is is stacked now. I mean, like with the Neemans and the DJ still. And, I was gonna wait a minute. Is it? I mean, is it really? I think it is. As a percentage, I mean, they got, let's say they got 10 guys that can flat out bring it. Yeah. As So as a percentage, 10 out, 10, 10 out of the 50, I mean, yeah, they're at 20% of their field is, is you know, caliber. But can yeah. we really say that like an Ian Poulter is still on the same level as? No, no, not. It's definitely not, not the full field. Definitely not. But there's enough like 
great players now on live that I think, you know, if you have Dustin Johnson and, and, uh, Joaquin Neiman and if Brooks Kepka ever figured out what he was doing, um, Patrick Reed. I mean, having those guys in the majors, yeah, I think I think would not be a bad thing at all. Uh, I I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I, I I dread the day that that one of them wins as a live participant their first major. Yeah, I I don't see that ever happening, at least the way things are now. You, why? Because you don't think, feel they're competitive with the 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 format does is not conducive to fueling their competitiveness. And they're they are slowly but surely, you know, becoming non-trained for those type of tournaments. Right. Oh, I I agree. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Slowly but surely. So, you know, uh, on on the the world ranking point. So I've been as an amateur trying to get what they call Wagger points, world amateur golf ranking points, and to did get you, those. Did you just take a big leap up this week? Well, I find to to get even ranked, you have to have one event that you earn six point five points okay and, and the way they rank you is just like the the official world golf rankings is they they basically weight the field um and each tournament has a value to it and it's the it's the multiplier that gives you the points so when i when i had my second place finish at the state senior you have to get six and a half points in any event to even begin to have a ranking to, to accumulate right start yeah. accumulating points got so it. i figured my second place finish would have got me six and a half it, it was like 6.3 so i'm still on the zero list and then finally this week this tournament got me like 7.9 points so now i'm finally in but the reason i bring this up is that's kind of the same way the official world golf ranking points work in the sense that even if these guys are getting ranking points, the strength of the field just isn't there. Right. 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 So, so the, the multiplier is not going to be there and they'll continue a slow decline mm -hmm. um, in the official world golf rankings. As yeah, and, and, and that's sad because I would, I, you could easily argue right now that that cam and dj are two of the top five players in the world right now yeah i kept leaving cam out of that that conversation you're right um completely you could argue that yeah if not top if it may be top eight if you want to you you know whatever but yeah cam, cam especially oh without question yeah. I mean, dj's playing insanely well right now from everything you can see all right so live and let live yeah, Mena. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I think they found a loophole, right? And are they cheating? Because because it ties in ideally for you know, I just have some randomness. Apparently, it's a, like bass fishing. <laughs> no, walleye fishing. Was that what it was? Yeah, 
where there's stuff in stuff in. Did uh, you see that? Oh my god! They got there's greedy, man. Did you see the size of those weights? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Incredible. And incredible. Absolutely, yeah. and and then. I mean, the the size of the weight was about the size of a golf ball. How do you how do you not realize you're going to get caught? So I saw this meme today where where <laughs> it was a plate of fish tacos with lead weights. <laughs> it said walleye taco special today. <laughs> and I saw I saw one on the heels of the chess. Uh, controversy you heard about that one didn't you no some like lower ranking still obviously a phenomenal player the poker huh the poker thing no this was in chess world chess oh okay beat like world number one and beat the world number one even though they're like ranked number like let's say 100 i can't remember what i can't remember the participants but yeah they were claiming that had an earpiece in and was being told by a computer how to play the moves or something along that lines. And now we go from that to bass fishing to Mena. Well, there is also there's also a, a cheating thing in poker where where there's a big controversy about this girl who cheated on a poker hand. So it's it's a, we live in a world of cheaters now. That's that's yeah, just what it is. We do. I don't I don't think, however, that that this Mena thing is cheating because they found a way within the criteria to make it happen. It's just, it's just not in the spirit of what it's supposed to be, but you know, I don't know. So hashtag don't be a bass or a walleye fisher. <laughs> don't be a walleye. Fisherman. <laughs> I've got, I've got a whole list of don't be that guy of all nights. I've got, I wanted everybody here. I have so many don't be guys, <laughs> but you yeah. know where they're you know where they're not going to be next week, but you and I are going to be next week. Yeah, I know the answer to that. Why don't you tell us though? I'm going to be hanging out at Kiowa. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'll be there too. Yes, because I'll be speaking at the Golf Inc. Strategies Summit. Now, what day do you speak? I speak on Wednesday. I'm speaking about golf course valuation. One of my one of my hats that I wear. I'm as my as a broker. I'm with uh, Mark Mattingly of Landscapes uh, Golf Management, and um, I know Mark. Do you? Yeah, Mark's on my panel with me, and uh, uh, Jeff Dugas, longtime friend, appraiser, amazing appraiser, uh, uh, such a smart guy. Um, so I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the dead lead I'm the lead weight of the walleye uh panel <laughs> you are the silky voice though i am i'm gonna take the <laughs> mic i'm gonna take the mic and go we're gonna talk about golf course valuation everybody stay awake now oh <laughs> uh, but hey i tried to look into uh to getting on the ocean course six hundred dollars yeah that's not a surprise yeah not a surprise a, not a, not not gonna happen We'll have a cocktail there, though, Alan. We're, we will definitely have a cocktail there. I'm bringing, I'm bringing, I'm bringing my much prettier half along. You'll get to meet her, That'd and awesome. uh, I've got a couple other friends there. So you know, hey, if we have to network in the spirit of networking, That's if we have to be at the bar, Andy, if we have to be at the bar, we have to be at the bar. I am, I am there for one reason, one reason only to network because 
Jihei Lee, who is the co-founder of Sportsbox, is going to be speaking on Thursday. Okay. Um, and I get to be her bodyguard. So, um, and network. That's that's my that's my that's that's your job. You know what? We could literally we might be able to pull off a show while sitting in their nineteenth hole. That would certainly be interesting, <laughs> wouldn't it? Bring bring your mic. <laughs> I, w- I will definitely bring the mic. All yeah. right. Anyway, so hey, we're coming to our eighteenth hole. Going to do a little shorter show this week. Uh, we played fast as a twosome, but yeah. um, what do you got? Anything? Well, it's just um, interesting. This is kind of the the uh, college golf season's kicking off, um, and it's funny, you know, the the college golf plays in the fall and the spring, and it's almost like the fall ends up being almost like a preseason. Because the teams are out there, they're substituting players in and out and getting getting their feet wet and trying to figure out, you know, in the spring who they're going to go to. Because that's when basically all of the teams start jockeying for a position um, to get into regionals and then finally into to the uh, NCAA finals at Greyhawks. So um, shout out to college golf and all the college golfers out there. Yeah, love it. Love it. My shout outs to Vokey Wedges because I traded out my two wedges um, for the first time in like, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> it's amazing what grooves will do. <laughs> Good Lord. Good God. I'm actually going to out every year. <laughs> I got golf balls actually checked up on for me, but still made still missed the putt. But uh, anyway, I got my fi- my other final thought is actually a, a bonus. Don't be that guy. I don't know. If we we were talking earlier. We got hammered. Nothing like Florida. Still thinking of everyone down in Florida. But we got like six inches of rain at the at the Eagle Ridge in the in like a five day stretch. I'm just gonna go out there with a hashtag. Don't be that guy. Don't call the golf shop and say what's your secret weather app telling you it's the same damn secret app that you have on your phone folks exactly (laughs) and don't call like an hour later going what's it look like out there because what it's the same as what's outside your window so hashtag (laughs) don't be that guy exactly (laughs) so uh andy there you go there you have it safe travels to uh south carolina where we neither one of us will be hitting it long or straight and we'll look forward to seeing you there on uh on tuesday sounds good you only have one opportunity to sell your golf property Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30-plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.